0: You are listening to As a Woman, Episode 23, Your Professional Persona. Today, I am talking about why we need to change our own perception of ourself. Our body image, our confidence, how we dress, and our attitude, they are all a part of our professional persona. You've heard it before. Dress for the job you want and not the one you have. Because if you don't take yourself seriously, who will? Listen to my challenge for you Your professional persona. And this is really going to include a lot of things because the truth is how you look matters. And I don't mean that in a weird way. Like you don't have to be a size two and wear five inch heels and dress like a supermodel or any crazy thing. But if you want to be taken seriously, you need to arm yourself with success, you need to put the balls in your court. And I really think that as women specifically, we have to do a little something extra to be taken seriously. We could do a whole podcast on why that may be, why that's wrong, but it's our reality that we are judged by the world, by every person, from the first moment that we meet them. And this episode is me reaching out to you, trying to make you see that. I totally get it. You need to dress to express yourself. You need to be comfortable. You need to be confident. I completely agree with all of those things. But saying, I don't care at all what they think of me. I don't care at all what they say about how I look. I don't care at all what anybody else has an opinion of me. It's kind of naive in this world, especially if you're trying to achieve something. If you're trying to be a doctor like I am, if you're trying to be a lawyer, a CEO, an entrepreneur, whatever, if you're trying to achieve some goal, you want to be strong, powerful, smart, like I know you are, how you perceive yourself is reflected in what you wear, how you look, how put together you are, and how you carry yourself, and how you perceive yourself is how others will perceive you also. So I'm going to say that again. How you perceive yourself is how others will perceive you also. Does that make sense? If you don't take the time, if you don't think you are worth taking care of, other people may think you're not worth listening to or investing money in or giving the job to or getting that spot in school or taking care of them. You are a reflection of your own worthiness, and you deserve to get all the worth in the world. You do. You deserve it. You've worked hard. You are smart. You deserve to achieve these things. And the very last thing you need, the very last thing any of us need, is to be held back by our own appearance or our professional persona. And this is my rally cry to you. I know it is not fair. I completely agree. I know that a man can walk into a room almost looking like whatever he wants, at least a white man, right? He can walk in a room. He's a white man. He automatically has some authority there. This isn't just men and women, right? I bet men would say the same thing. I bet black men, Hispanic men, Asian men feel the same way that they have to level up in order to be taken seriously. Right or wrong, friends, this is the world. And I'm talking to women, and if you want to advance the course of women in the world, you've got to accept reality and make decisions that make sense. Okay, so fair or not, we're over that. This is the truth. Your own worthiness is how others perceive you, largely is influenced by how you take care of yourself and your own professional persona. So I want to ask you, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Who do you see when you look in the mirror? I find, most of the time, women refuse to see themselves. When you look in the mirror, you are not seeing who you truly are. We look and we see a collection of traits, a collection of things we'd like to change. Our eyes focus on the external instead of the internal. We don't see a strong woman, a strong woman who has survived trauma or disappointment or setback, or any of the things that you have overcome to get where you are. We don't see the woman who left that relationship that was wrong for her. We don't see the woman who worked her butt off to achieve her dreams. We don't see the incredible mama who grew a precious baby inside of her. We don't see the friend supporting her mom, or her best friend, or sister, who has cancer, We don't see the woman who is the pillar of her family. Instead, we see our messy hair, we see the zits on our face, belly flaps, stretch marks, saggy boobs, bra lines, the whole works. That is what we see. And this is where I'm starting, your own body image. If we can't see past our superficial selves when we look in the mirror, how do we expect other people to be able to do so either? Our body image is how we see ourselves, and this perception, it impacts your soul. It often impacts how you take care of yourself, how you carry yourself, and how the world sees you. So I'm not asking you to stop taking care of yourself. I want you to say, it's okay to take care of me. And I want you to look in the mirror and see more than just your physical traits. I want you to see what is inside. I want you to look in the mirror and see your accomplishments. I want you to see all the things you've survived. And I want you to believe in all the power that you have inside. And then I want you to take that confidence and wear it on the outside. And that's what will become your professional persona. The belief in yourself and in your abilities should be reflected from your inside-outside. And that's what people will see. And that will be life changing for you guys. I know that we're all really busy, and I can speak from my own personal experience here. So I was, let's see, at the start of intern year, second year, we're 28 to 30. 10 years ago, 10 years ago. I would love to rewind the clock 10 years ago. But this is medicine, and you learn as you go, and OMG, it is hard. For those of you who are pre-meds or in med school, God bless you. It is going to get worse before it gets better. The end note is that it does get better, guys. It really gets really, really good. So I don't want you to give up. But I was so all consumed with being a doctor. Yay, I'm a doctor now. I was so excited about that. And I let it overtake everything. You've heard me talk about this some in the contingent life. Which, by the way, when I did a poll of everyone's favorite podcast episodes ever, Contingent Life, like, blew everything else out of the water. Number two was Girl Quit Your Job. But in The Contingent Life, I talked about how we're always putting everything on the back burner and not enjoying our lives or making ourselves a priority as we're trying to achieve a goal. And that is 1,000% where I was at the start of residency. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. It's long hours. It's craziness. The pressure's high. You're trying to learn. It's tough. And I did not take care of myself. I didn't work out. I didn't eat very well. I would throw my hair in a wet bun, put on no makeup, run to work. And I was good at my job. I was a good resident. I worked hard. I learned things. I took care of patients. But I certainly... Never felt like I was really getting the respect that I should from patients, from nurses, from other people, but I didn't even have time to worry about it. I just kept chucking on work, 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 work. How many of you can relate to that? But that was me. And then I knew I wanted to do REI, super competitive fellowship. I added basic science lab research into my life, so forget taking care of yourself. I'm now going to the lab, pipetting for an hour or two hours every day, crying when my cells died. Oh, guys, that's heartbreaking. So I took a very busy life and I added research on top of it, which made nothing easier. And I submitted a research project to ASRM, which is the American Society of for reproductive medicine, you've heard me talk about them before. There are big national society in REI. And I had a poster on my basic science project. Very excited. I went to this meeting, and it really was life-changing for me. I know that sounds really dramatic, but I had never been to a professional meeting before. I didn't do research in medical school, and I hadn't until this time in residency. And presenting a poster on basic science was so scary. But seeing and meeting all the people in this field that I really wanted to be a part of was very, very inspirational. And I took away a lot of things from it. One, I learned a ton. Two, everybody in REI has a lot of fun. Three, everybody was so put together, just really put together. These were smart, beautiful, confident, well-dressed, well-spoken, people that I wanted to be their colleague. And I knew, or I perceived to know, anyways, I decided I need to start taking better care of myself if I want to fit in into this crowd. And I really wanted to fit in. It's not just about fitting in, but I wanted to be there too. I wanted to be speaking on the big stage. I wanted to be inspiring people like they were inspiring to me. And so I decided, that's it. I'm going to shower in the morning. I mean, these sound really ridiculous now. I'm going to shower in the morning and I'm going to curl my hair and I'm going to put on makeup and I still wear scrubs because I'm an OBGYN resident, but now they're going to match and maybe be slightly less wrinkled and I'm just going to look like I put a little more time into me. That's what I started doing. It didn't matter if I was at work till midnight and had to be there at five. I went to work more presentable Because I made the decision I was going to believe in myself. I wanted this job and I was going to start acting like I fit into that world better. So I made a very conscious decision to start curling my hair. I know it sounds crazy. But I did and I started to be treated differently. That's what happened. I was taking myself more seriously and other people started to also. And I felt more confident. I believed in myself more with a little bit of lipstick on and my hair curled, I felt more like me. I felt like I had more authority and other people treated me that way too. So that was the very start of me realizing that how we take care of ourselves is a reflection of how we view our own self-worth and others will respond to that. Now, I don't want all of you listening to this to start curling your hair and wearing lipstick. Not at all my message. Those were little things that made me feel more like me and made me feel like I was projecting a better version of myself. That's what I want for you. I want you to start believing in yourself and figure out the things that make you feel more competent. And that is a really big key of your professional persona. It is okay to take care of you if nobody has told you that before. It is okay to make yourself a priority. And we talk about self-care all the time. I really think, especially if you're in the business of taking care of others, then you really must start with you. So maybe you're a doctor, a mom, a CEO, a leader, a manager, a nurse, somebody. You have to take care of yourself. And I know self-care is really trendy now. That doesn't mean you have to go get massages all the time or do acupuncture and yoga and get manicures but you can, you need to figure out the things that work for you. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperature starting to warm up, I'm so excited that summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, It's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So, whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. I choose Ritual multivitamin every day because it is easy to take and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's Ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. What helps you look in the mirror and feel more like the person on the inside? What helps you believe in yourself more? And I really like the same approach that Dr. Laura Shaheen talks about when it comes to environmental toxins. So that was the last episode. We talked about eliminating all these small toxins from your life. Start one by one. Start by getting rid of the plastic. Then look at your products. Making big changes all at once is sometimes scary and intimidating. And we feel like if we can't do it all, we shouldn't do any of it. That's the wrong mentality. Yes, it is a good thing to care for your body. Yes, you should want to be in shape so that you are your healthiest self. But you do also need to have an outward appearance that makes you feel confident. And you can start there because that's the easiest thing to do. It is important for you to dress yourself in clothes that make you feel beautiful because you are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are uniquely you. You are individual Nobody else is like you. Nobody else is like you. Nobody has achieved the things that you have. Nobody has done the things you have done, survived the things you have survived, overcome the obstacles that you have. Nobody has your same dreams, vision, or goals. What is your goal? I'm sure you have some goal because I've asked you 100 times and I'm sure you're working hard on achieving it. This is a step of the process as women, how we look and how we take care of ourselves, it matters. And so I'm really asking you, what is it that makes you feel like you? What is it that makes you confident? You know, for me, it is curled hair and lipstick and heels. But maybe that's not it for you. Maybe it is jewelry. Maybe it's pressed scrubs. Maybe it is your dance goes or your white coat or Having your hair up in a bun or a red lip, I don't know what it is for you, but maybe you have your own thing. I'm sure you do. You need to find them and find the joy in them and wear them with confidence and pride. I am challenging you to see more than your superficial self when you look in the mirror. I want you to see who you are first, and I want you to reflect that in how you dress, how you take care of yourself. I want you to look in the mirror and say, look how strong I am. Look at all the friends that I love, the family I support, the goals I have achieved. I am worthy of believing in myself. And so your professional persona. This can be really different than the rest of your life. To be honest, what makes me feel like a confident doctor is a sheath dress in a solid color. I'm not a pattern girl. If you've seen my closet, which I'm sitting in right now recording the podcast, you know I have like a world of solids, solid color dress, a white coat, curled hair, lipstick, heels. That's what makes me feel like rock star, badass, brilliant fertility doctor. So I wear a really a lot of that in the office. That's my power dress. That is my professional persona. That is how I want other people to see me, because that's when I feel my smartest my best, and like I'm bringing my A-game to work every day. Now, I'm a fertility doctor, so sometimes I wear scrubs. I'm in the OR or I have IVF. So I like tailored scrubs. I like the skinny leg or the jogger pant. I like my name embroidered on them. I like them in pretty colors. I don't usually wear them with dance goes because my sweet partner broke her ankle in dance goes while 31 weeks pregnant. And that doesn't sound good to me. So I usually wear flats or moccasins, and I like pretty shoes, so I feel confident that way. So I have my two work looks, and that is how I feel confident and smart, because I know I'm confident and smart. But if I am running late or go in with my hair in a top knot and don't have makeup on, I'm not going to feel the same about me. I'm not going to project the same confidence. My patients, my staff, my colleagues are not going to feel the same way about me or my care or my decisions. That is the truth. And when I want to be taken seriously to a meeting, I pack a ton of, guess what, solid color sheath dresses. That's what I feel super confident in. So going to talks, giving talks, that's what I'm wearing. Heels, lipstick, curled hair, solid colors. Power outfit for me. In my real life, are you going to catch me and a solid color sheath dress at dinner with my family? Nope, not at all. That's not my mom look. Not my mom look, my date night look, my wife look, my friend look. If we are going out for drinks, if I'm going out for dinner, if we are running errands with a kid, seeing a movie, whatever, I'm wearing ripped jeans, probably 100% of the time, a flowy blouse. My hair is probably up, or I have a hat on, or maybe I'm in yoga pants. Because in that phase of my life, I feel confident in that. So hanging out with my friends, chasing after my kids, I want to be comfortable and on the go. I have a different persona at home or in my life outside of medicine than I do in the office. And that's okay. That's why I titled this episode, Your Professional Persona. Because it's okay to be a slightly different version of yourself because you have a different job and a different role. What I'm asking you for is that version of you in the professional setting, whether you're in school or you're in training or you have your job, that it reflects who you are, that it projects confidence, and that it's a good reflection of what you want other people to see. If you listen to this and you say, oh, Nat likes solid color sheath dresses, heels, lipstick, curled hair... I'm going to take that recipe and have it be mine. If that's not what you like, it will not work. This is not a recipe to go make you be me at all. This is a plea and a challenge to say, what are the things that make you you? What are the things that you like? How do you wear them with confidence? And how can you incorporate your own personality and your taste and your desires, the things that make you uniquely you, So that you do feel more confident. Here's the catch, guys. I don't know what your things are. Maybe you like bright colored tennis shoes. Maybe you like dress pants. Maybe you like patterns or long sleeve floral dresses like Gigi. Maybe you have your own thing. I know you do. The truth is, can you tap into it? What is it that you like? What is it that expresses who you are? What is it that makes you feel confident to put your best professional self forward? That's what you should tap into. And this is what I'm saying with this episode. How you look matters. I know we don't love it, but if you are a woman listening to this episode, the world will judge you. It will, friends, it will. We can't change the world, but we can control ourselves. That is an ongoing message throughout this podcast. How you choose to present yourself to a world that will judge you matters. So present yourself like you are worth being taken seriously. Present yourself like you take yourself seriously. Make yourself a priority and take time to take care of yourself. Think about how you want to be viewed by the world. We have enough holding us back as women, guys. Don't we? Friends, everybody will try to put us in a box about what you can and can't do. And even this little rally cry or challenge here will come with its own challenges meaning i have spoken before about oh you have curled hair and wear lipstick and high heels you don't look like a doctor to me but i can confidently say i'm a great doctor i'm going to take good care of you i care about you i know my stuff and how i look i can stand behind curling my hair and the lipstick and the heels and the solid color sheet dresses because they make me more confident and being competent is key to being a good doctor. I would be judged if I had my hair in a top knot and wore no makeup and had on tinnies and scrubs. I would be judged if I had my hair short and wore flats with printed long sleeve dresses. I will be judged no matter what I do. I am a woman in a professional field. That is the truth. If you're going to be judged for it, you might as well be able to stand behind it you might as well be able to say, this makes me feel like me. This is me. I feel confident this way. I'm taking care of myself. I'm sorry if this isn't what you like, but I stand behind it. Because no matter what you do, somebody will pass judgment on you. And if they're passing judgment on you and you don't believe in yourself either, that's where we lose. That is where as women, we really lose the game and we hurt each other the most. That's where the spiral downward starts. They're judging you. You don't believe in yourself. You can't stand behind it either. You don't feel worth it. If you can stand behind it when somebody judges you, I feel confident this way. This is me. I'm good at this. Their judgment will not impact you as much. You are projecting that as a woman, you can achieve the things you want and you can look like whatever you want to while you do it. It is about you embracing you. It is about you taking yourself seriously. It is about you being confident in your professional persona. It is about you believing in yourself and seeing more than your superficial traits in the mirror. This is about you being you because you are unique and beautiful and wonderful and amazing And the world deserves to know it too. And so my challenge to you is twofold. Challenge one this week. Every single morning when you look in the mirror and you are getting ready, I want you to say three things that you like about yourself. Meaning, I achieved this, I did this, I am this. Three real things about you out loud in the mirror. Okay, that's part one every single day. And part two is I want you to think as you are getting ready each morning or each night if you're a night shifter, is this the reflection of me that I feel like is presenting my true worth and my true self to the world in my professional persona? Is this what I want to be seen as professionally? And if it is not, I want you to start looking within at what changes can you make What are the things that make you feel more like you? Because you are amazing. Friends, that is it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear what you think about this episode. I know it's a little bit different than some of the other ones we've done, but please send me your thoughts and comments and feedback. I also just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you for sharing the As A Woman podcast with all of your friends Thank you for all the reviews and the ratings for a small little homegrown podcast in my closet. It means so much to me. Feel free to follow along on Instagram at Natalie CrawfordMD or check out the website, NatalieCrawfordMD.com if you don't. I love getting your thoughts for episodes and topics you'd like covered, so keep them coming. And join me next week. I'm doing a three-part series, all with guests. So I don't do much guesswork, but I am hosting a conference in December in Dallas with three other amazing female physicians. So Rupa Wong, who is an ophthalmologist, Daniel Jones, who is an OBGYN, and Pam Meta, who is an orthopedic surgeon. And we are hosting Pinnacle, which is a conference for women in private practice, talking about all of the issues that, as a woman, were never talked about with us contract negotiation, finances, how do you have a job that fits your life, work-life balance, when to have kids, all of the things. And so I'm interviewing each of them to talk about things like why OBGYN, being a woman in a man's world, and being a mom in medicine and having your own practice. So look forward to those episodes coming up. I appreciate you guys so much. Have a good one. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. I'm Brianne Helfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join The Collective.